Hey everybody, Communications Director Jay Sokol here. You have found the second half of my interview with Mayor Nancy Berry, who leaves the College Station City Council after serving as mayor for six and a half years. In part one, which I hope you've already listened to, Mayor Berry talked about her council time in the mid-2000s and the highlights and the memories from her first term as mayor. In this part two, Mayor Barry talks about her strongest memories of her second and final term. That spanned 2013 through 2016. We played a little name association when it came to the city managers she has worked with. And she even discussed some things she wishes she had had time to do before time just ran out. So here's the second half of my interview with Nancy Barry. Well, I think, you know, Northgate, the redevelopment of Northgate and Tower Point, um, the neighborhood plans that we've done with Welburn and Eastgate and Southside, uh, South Knoll area. We got the road maintenance fee and the concrete streets, impact feeds for water and wastewater and roadways, which will really help our infrastructure in the future. And I'm really proud of our relations with the city of Bryan and the county and A&M and the system. We've, I think we're in better shape now than we've ever been. I, you know, as an observer here in the communications office, I tend to agree with that. Things seem to be going smoothly with the city of Bryan. And there are levels of conversation with the university that I just don't think we've seen before. So hats off to you for being a part of that. Thank you. Yeah, And then, then of course, there's the fun things for being mayor, too. Well, like what? I got to implode the old Plaza Hotel. <laughs> oh, I was there for that. <laughs> yeah, weren't we all? I um, mean, it, it was, uh, I mean, I, I, there was a plunger that I was supposed to pr- press down so that, you know, it would implode. Uh-huh. And we said, they said, okay, and the timing kept getting pushed back. And they said, okay, s- starting now. So I was going, and I had my back to the, uh, the plaza, and I go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, boom! Well, <laughs> and, and you know, I was so surprised because you know, it went off uh, two seconds early. Probably it didn't go off two seconds early, they probably told me two seconds oh, too no. late to start to let me <laughs> clarify this for you because this is a very emotional thing for me. Uh, because I was the little MC of that event, and you and and uh, the chancellor and uh. And the former, the gentleman, uh, Mr. Ferrari, Ferrari, yeah, uh, who owned the, the, who built the plaza. He was there, and then the the new owner was yep. there, and all four of you were going to be doing this ceremonial plunger. Right. And uh, there was a gentleman who was supposed to be counting down next to me, so I knew ten, nine, eight, and so forth. And and he uh, he said, "Okay, it's it's time, get everybody up." And so I got you guys up, and he started uh, counting, but he stopped. At 10, he stopped. He, he didn't continue counting. So I started winging it, thinking, okay, well, I'm going to give this a try. And when I got to five, he yells three. And so it went off. It went off early. Yeah. And it surprised you and me and the crowd. And so actually it was a boom, and then the plunger goes down. Yeah. And what was so neat, of course, I, we all turned around immediately. And it was so interesting how it went down. It went down the left side. The middle side, the right side, and then the elevator shaft collapsed into the building. It was beautiful. It really was. Uh, it was so well timed, and of course, there was nothing left but you know the concrete and the the bricks. It, the, everything had been taken out. You know the sheetrock, and it was just a shell of a building. But it it was. Uh, Really interesting to see. It was. I was so horrified that I botched the countdown. Oh, yeah. I, 
didn't blame you at all. <laughs> well, now you Till can. Till now. Yeah. 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 It, all my fault. What else for this for this second well, I, term? I got to be a guest ringmaster at the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. And my mother was a huge circus fan. So I went to the circus every year at Madison Square Garden with my mother. And then when I was a teenager, I said, Mom, uh, let's not go this year. And she said, oh, we're going. I said, oh, I don't think so. And she said, we're going and you're going with me. Because I love the circus, and I don't want to miss it. And then there were sideshows where you'd get the little turtle, and there were all the... Like the freak show stuff? Yeah, which is, you know, uh, not politically correct anymore. <laughs> but, you know, the bearded lady sure. and, and the giant and the the very heavy woman and, the you know, as I said, the bearded lady and the the small people... The right. little people, you know, right. it, were there, and uh, and you always bought a turtle that had Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus on it. You took it home in a little plastic bag, and then uh, you bought a little plastic dish for it. And sometime it would turn over in two weeks, and it would be dead, you know. But that was they actually sold turtles. Fifty cents. Had no idea. Yeah, little turtles. How about that? Yeah. So I got to say, ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages, welcome to the greatest show on earth. And that was great fun for me. That had to be. Yeah. You probably never dreamed of imploding a building, but maybe you dreamed of doing that. I, well, I always just thought the ringmaster had the best job. And so to get to be a guest ringmaster was really special for me. You kind of got to be a council ringmaster, didn't you? Yeah, well, different circus. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. What other things stand I got out? to throw out the first pitch at Bombers game. Yeah. I got to be a guest coach at the women's basketball game. And I think the most exciting thing was I was invited to Washington, D.C. by President Obama when the Lady Aggies won the national championship. Oh, yeah. That so was I got super. to go to be in the Rose Garden and tour the White House. Uh, I didn't get to... And I got to shake President Obama's hand. And so that was really exciting. Sure. And he was such a pro. I mean, whether he had been really well briefed or he didn't, he started the presentation by saying, howdy. And, you know, he says, well, and they were Gary Blair. And this, he says, well, let's give him a gigum. And uh, he he knew all about A&M and the women's basketball team and who we had defeated and what kind of, you know, team we had and call the gals out by name. I mean, it was really impressive. As I said, he's either well-briefed or uh, he actually knew. But in in, in any case, it was impressive. And, uh, you know, our whole congressional delegation was there, and and that was fun. You've obviously brought an end to your your time as mayor because of term limitations. Right. If you had more time, if you were given another term, what are some things that you would like to accomplish that you just couldn't because time ran out? I'd like to see us get a new city hall. Amen. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to see Eternal Winds move from uh, Texas Avenue to the festival site. For people who don't know what Eternal Winds is. That's the uh, sculpture that's on the uh, uh, corner of... Uh, well, let's see. Uh, uh, is that Walton? Walton and Texas Avenue right across from Eastgate. Okay. And why do you want it to move? Well, first of all, the festival site needs something, mm-hmm. and the trees have grown up around uh, the Eternal Winds sculpture, and you really can't see it very much anymore. Right. And so rather than investing in a whole new centerpiece, so to speak, for festival area, I think we need a central point where people could say, meet me at the sculpture, meet me 
and I think we can put a ring around it with LED lights so that it could light up red and green for Christmas and pastels for Easter and maroon and white for Aggie game days oh. and red, white, and blue for national holidays. And I like that. Yeah. So what other things, if you were given the time, would you like to try to work on? Well, continuing economic development, uh, that's critical for the jobs and to continue to make sure our, we uh, appropriate the right number of resources for infrastructure as we're growing. We've, we've had some really good success with economic development, but you see uh, better, even better days ahead? I do. We've got a great staff. I mean, that's one of the things I'm most proud of is our staff. Uh, I hired, uh, worked for five city managers. Well, in fact, let me, I wanted to play a sort of name association here just to get your thoughts. So I, I was going to give you a name of a, a city manager and just give me, you know, quick recollections and, and impressions of, of those folks you worked with a, as mayor. So Glenn Brown. Easy going. And he's the one who brought me into the organization. I like yeah. Glenn a lot. Yeah. Easy going. Steady manager. David Neely. Cool hand Luke. He was. He was. And it was at a very difficult time. It was. We, it was 2010. The recession had hit. Uh, we were midway through our budget. And uh, we had to let staff go. We had a hiring freeze. Uh, we were doing things to save money, like not mowing the parks as often and closing down swimming pools that we had one swimming pool open every day, but mm -hmm. not all, all of them open all the time. And we, we were just really trying to pinch pennies so we could make the budget. Yeah. It was a very difficult time. He, he used the term pulling a rabbit out of the hat a couple of times. Uh, exactly, and he did that. Yeah. Frank Simpson. Fabulous. Uh, just too short um left us way too soon agreed great guy yeah and uh kelly templin terrific mr personality yeah <laughs> he is isn't he yeah no you guys great did a good job. Humor. yeah so I, th I think we've had good city managers yeah i do too and all of them were appropriate for the right time they were i agree with that yeah. and and hired the city attorney and the city secretary both of whom were terrific well, and you've picked up a, a police chief, uh -huh. a fire chief. Uh, we need another one of those, by the way. Yeah, we do. Uh, but I, I don't consider those hires. Be, I mean, that's the city manager's job is mm -hmm. to hire staff. Mm -hmm. And I think he's done a great job of hiring the right staff, excluding communications. But you, uh, you can't get it right every time. No, you can't. You know, we, we've had really good city managers, which is, is critical. Talk about your family because... Uh, you know, they were vested in this as well. So talk about Len and your boys. And, and yeah, well, Len's a marketing professor at the university, and he was always my campaign guru uh, and always helps to have good marketing help inside the house. And uh, he's kind of my consigliere. I talk about things with him and get his opinions. Uh, don't always follow him, but it's nice to get his opinion. Matthew's been very successful at ESPN, and he lives in Connecticut. And Jonathan's been very successful in uh, Los Angeles. He's a, a talent manager and executive producer of shows. So Pretty good bunch you've got. Yeah, all responsible citizens paying their taxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so is and raising my grandchildren, which, of course, is the most important thing. Well, okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because when you began as mayor, you had how many grandchildren? Zero. And you have now? Seven. Wow. That's some productivity. It is. Good for you, Grandma. Yeah. Anything that, that I didn't ask you about that you want to make sure that you get in? 
Well, I think the city staff and the growth that we've had experienced has gotten us a lot of national recognition, and uh, we're, you know, we were number one in the lowest foreclosure rate in the country, uh, number three uh, best place to live uh, by Kiplinger, five number five in the best small cities to do business and um, conduct uh, business and top five places to retire. Um, you know, the list goes on. Uh, friendliest city, you know the list better than I do. But uh, I'm proud of those rankings. We've earned them. We have earned them. Well, on behalf of my staff here at Communications, and I think it's safe to, to speak for all of the city staff, thank you for what you have done for this organization, what you've done for the city. It's been a pleasure to serve with you and uh, wish you the very best as you become one of Brazos County's uh, newest county commissioners. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure and an honor to serve. That'll do it. Now, former Mayor Nancy Berry. I want to thank her for the countless hours she spent doing this job, and I certainly wish her the very best as she goes on to serve the constituents of Brazos County. She'll do a great job. Again, if you haven't yet listened to part one of our conversation, I really hope you'll do that. It covers some time before she became mayor, as well as her first term as mayor. That was the years 2010 to 2013. You can find it in the same place you found this episode at soundcloud.com slash college station. It's also linked to our blog, blog.cstx.gov. Thanks for listening. I'm Jay Sokol. 